words are powerful. Yes. Dhanu Rajwani back again to share with you glimpses of her most rewarding journey. Episode 3. Yes. Words are very, very powerful. There was a time when I used to be so carried away by the verbosity and rhetoric of the English language that I never actually gave any thought to the words I would use, the words I would hear, how they would affect people. It was only after I joined the Toastmasters Club that I realized the power of words. Words have the power to create new possibilities or to close them down, power to build relationships or destroy them, power to elevate human potential or crush it totally. Too often, we don't realize just how impactful our words are. I have seen my little son's face light up with a word of praise. I have seen children wither away by ridicule and bullying, which, according to the initiator, is just a joke. History also bears testimony to the words of how words of toxicity destroy nations, words of hatred have caused people to do incredibly terrifying acts of violence and brutality. On the other hand, we have leaders who have rallied the nations around for their cause. Their words have lifted people up. Their words still today stir the souls of the people who listen to them. Mahatma Gandhi, Martin Luther King, Abraham Lincoln, just to name a few. I agree to all this. However, it is not only the words that are the cause of whatever is happening around us. When I had taken a few steps in my Toastmasters journey, I came to realize that it is not only what we say, it is more of how we say it, the tone of our voice when we talk. We generally bring our feelings, our emotions into our voice. We can easily tell a person to go to hell in such a way that they actually look forward to the journey. Our tone of voice, I remember, so vividly, carried forward on the waves of enthusiasm and cheering at the basketball final inter-school. It was a nail-biting finish. It was the excitement of the cheers of our friends that absolutely swept me off the ground to put in that last minute winning basket. When I think about this, I can relate so well to the vocal variety extremely important in our Toastmasters program. Now on reflection, I can see in my mind's eye how the pace the pitch, the pause, the projection of voice brought life to my talks, helped me connect, inspire, and motivate those around me. 
After having learned all this from the Toastmasters, I began to understand why I never took a liking to maths as a subject. Our maths teacher was so boring in a monotonous tone of voice, droning on and on and on till most of us fell asleep or were planning another prank. The content of the presentation could be good, could be great, it could match the audience's needs very well. However, if life is not infused into the presentation, there will be no listeners. A vanilla one flavor fits all voice is boring. It turns people off. An expressive, energized voice keeps them tuned in. We need to learn to speak in vibrant, alive, technicolor, vocal variety. I also came to understand that it is no easy job to get all the five P's of vocal variety. I had to do certain breathing exercises to be able to vary the pace, the pitch, to understand when to pause and all else that enhances speech delivery. Pause here. Wait a minute. It is not only the five P's that will get you a standing ovation. We need to do something more here. That is, Toastmasters say, actions speak louder than words. This is a cliche we have all grown up with, haven't we? Have we ever tried to understand it, analyzed it, related it to our talks, speeches and presentations? I doubt very much. Our goal in public speaking is to communicate. However, I learned to be an effective speaker, one must project earnestness, enthusiasm and sincerity by making our manner and action affirm what we say. Body language is a type of non-verbal communication which physical behavior as opposed to words is used to express or convey information. Body language refers to the non-verbal signals that we use to communicate from our facial expressions to our body movements, the things we don't say can still convey volumes of information. I can still remember the look mom would give us if we did anything against her rules. One look from dad was enough to send us scurrying away to the furthest corners of the house. People always remember messages that reach multiple senses. I know I remember more of what I see than what I hear. However, I remember best when both my auditory and visual senses are involved. Gestures, body movements, facial expressions, eye contact, 
all these are valuable tools when skillfully employed i began to understand when my actions are wedded to my words i strengthen the impact of my presentations along my journey i saw how an excellent speech turned out to be a disaster and how an average presentation won laurels the cause for this body language vocal variety tools so important for that standing ovation body language and vocal variety makes or mars our talks and speeches and presentations many a times the speaker is not aware of mannerisms that undermine the presentation standing with a slouch rocking back and forth flipping hair moving around the stage without purpose fidgeting with hands to name a few are all signs of nervousness it is only at toastmasters that i began to need to appear poised and relaxed i realized the difference in body language i saw a speaker who was doing his second speech stroking his chin at all times and absolutely no movement apart from that today with some practice loads of evaluation i have overcome the negative side of body language today i know when i speak i am in control the first thing i do when i take center stage is to smile at the audience sweep a glance around thereby making eye contact and connection with my audience i wasn't always like this i started working on myself after someone recorded a training i was doing for a company and presented it to me i was shocked beyond belief that the person in the recording is actually me some of the tips i received to help me correct my body language first of all practice standing on two legs not one tucked in behind the other stand at ease this position says confidence capable in control and balanced next stand tall it gives the impression of energy presence and power raise shoulders signal heightened tension and defensiveness as if waiting to fend off negativity and anxiety shoulders slump forward with say depressed defeated or closed keeping arms at my side to be used as and when to gesture any important points i might need to emphasize most important i was told are our eyes and eye contact in making communication effective research says 
Body language comprises 75% of all communication. Potential interpretations of lack of eye contact are shyness, lack of self-esteem, shame, deceit, and extreme anxiety. When I am listening to anyone, I would like the person talking to me, look at me, make direct eye contact, not look away to the side, look up or down. Only then would I feel that I am being communicated with clearly. I was also told, maintaining eye contact for too long is considered rude. However, shifting focus through members of the audience is good. It makes them feel connected. The cherry on the cake for effective communication is, I'm sure you all will agree, is your beautiful smile. Never forget it. It breaks the ice, lightens the mood, connects you with your audience and helps you relax. Of course, you are not expected to smile all throughout the presentation. A smile here, a smile there will go a long way to impacting the audience. Finally, I got to understand whatever my local strengths are and speaking skills are, my ability to visualize, communicate, visually communicate my ideas through gestures and other forms of body expression will enhance not just my presentations overall effectiveness as a speaker. Stay tuned beautiful listeners. I'll be back to you very soon with another special episode. Cheers.